Hey, 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 and kia ora. G'day. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bala here is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... Drag Race Down Under. Season 2, Episode, episode seven. 7. So let's raise a glass. <laughs> or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT. Clang. Clang. Everyone, welcome back to Spinning the GT Podcast, the live review podcast, the live podcast review. Where we watch it once through immediately and we podcast as we're viewing and mm-hmm. then we release it. We begat we are it. The first podcast. We out. spew it forth into the world. So that you guys can hear it. Basically, we want you to know how to feel mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. every episode. Our opinions yeah. are very important. You no longer have a thought. You no longer need to think. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Because we're here to assess. Now subscribe to our Patreon immediately. <laughs> And donate. We don't have one. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Uh, but thank you to everyone who's been um, wanting to donate to the cause to our podcast. Yeah, uh, get sweet it's, messages. It's, it's really nice. Um, um, hold on to your purses. You know, <laughs> there may come a time where we may, um, you know, be we, like, you know what? You know, we've got a cost of living crisis going yeah. on. So guys, <laughs> yeah. hang on to your money, frankly. Um, just wait till that power bill comes in, yeah. and then we'll be like, you know what? Remember that donation you asked to give us? Yeah. yeah. Um, here it is. If you could donate it to um energy energy um. Yeah. Energy UK. Consider this our contribution. Yeah. Consider this our contribution. <laughs> Some free entertainment this, for this you guys. Help we help you. Yeah. Uh, no, great. So we just think, uh, first of all, I want to say again, congratulations to the winner of Canada Drag Race Season 3. She's our lullaby. Very uh, well deserved. Overall, like, I'm just thinking back to the finale episode. It did have, like, a funny feel to it, the finale episode. There was just something that was just, like, a little bit off kilter. However... I felt that the outcome at the end was the correct outcome. My heart was with Giselle. It was correct. correct. It was correct. Now I just want to say congratulations. She is a wonderful queen. Fab top four as well. Yeah. It's great to shine a light on the seasons outside of the main season. Yeah, and can- um, Canada is like, Canada is consistently packed with talent as well. It is important. Talent. 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 Oh, and Isis. That, that handing over outfit. I um, mean, come on. Yeah, I guess, you know. Do you know something interesting? The same person made Kimmy's finale look as Isis's handing over outfit. The same person made Kimmy Couture's um, finale, that uh, peppermint seafoam dress as The same person who made the swimsuit with wings made their outfit for Isis. Yeah. Just interesting. Wow, that is shady. I think they like Isis more. Yeah, who's your favorite? Mom, who's your favorite? I, I, I Mom, don't do know. Favorite? It's different though because Isis's <laughs> style of drag is very extravagant and but high concept, and Kimmy's is more Kimmy's is more like sexy shimmy shimmy scoochy kind of vibe, isn't it? I mean, also sure. resources, resources. That's the main difference, I would say. Sure, Kimmy still look beautiful. I mean, if any of our listeners, first of all, if any of our listeners live in Manchester, we have something to ask. <laughs> we need to know the nice areas or the best areas. We're currently exploring We're currently Manchester. Exploring um to expand the the podcast, the, expand, the um, empire, so, yeah, the, the empire that is mm-hmm. spilling the GNT. And uh, we've been having a great time um traveling to Manchester, um going to some nice places for dinner, yes, for drinks, we went to, to Didsbury. Didn't Tom we? had twelve cocktails. I did not have twelve cocktails. Tom, I, I and look, I'm not even exaggerating. If anything, I'm rounding down. Excuse me. Tom had twelve cocktails. You 
used Listeners, today. I didn't have 12 cocktails. If, if, I'm sure you can tell that I'm functioning today. Um, so that's enough evidence. I did not have 12 I mean, cocktails. It's, I mean, we may be caught spilling the GNT, but she is. It, it, it does not stop there. I mean, I did spill one. I mean. But it fell oh, off the table. Oh, wow, Tom. You t- that's how you know you had too much to it drink. It was a supernatural event. It fell off the table. I can't <laughs> so, explain uh, it. Tom, so, so Tom's drink fell on the ground and, and broke. And in Tom's excuses, I don't know how it happened. It, it just, it just on its the own. Table was on someone a- when Guardian Leviosa's <laughs> my drink, and they just dropped it on the pavement. And now you have to make me another I one. Didn't Thank even you. Know. <laughs> now, now get your. You know what? Just clean it up and make me another one. Thank you. They you were know very, who I am? very sweet, and they did get me another one. But the waitress said, "This is a dodgy table." She said that. Those were her words. I think, I think it was dodgy person. But okay, go off, <laughs> go off. And we had a lovely go. time in Didsbury. Before we get into that, though, because I really want to get into. It is one of my favorites. I have a. Mm-hmm. There is something about this cast that is just really sh- tugged in my heartstrings, and I, I don't know if it's because they they just uh, for me seem very relatable. I yeah, but it's yeah. not just they're not just relatable because I am a Kiwi. I think Kiwis and Aussies in general have a relatable sense. Like they're just very. It's just, it's just me. They're just very easy well, to get along with, easy to I, understand. They're just very chill. I think this is a very well cast season, but obviously you're a person from down under, so you do connect with them in terms of, you know, just language and culture and all sorts and just sensibility. They're just your people. Well, yeah. And but you I, don't know Karakimashita, that's where I'm from. Thank yes. you. Yes. No, but um, I, I really do love the cast. cast. So before we get into that, did you see... Let's have a quick... A quick little chat about the UK season four cast. So yes, it's just released, been revealed. Tom, I mean, you probably already heard Tom talk about it on BBC Wales. Where <laughs> that was he when went, the, the judging panel was revealed. Where he pulled a Beyonce and went solo. I pulled a um, Diana and um, just went a yeah. Before Beyonce, there was Diana. Yeah, <laughs> so. she pulled a Diana <laughs> yeah. and did her interview without me. Wow, <laughs> Tom, come through. <laughs> Um, Can't even record from his own um, iPhone notes, but he wants to go into BBC Wales. <laughs> but you know, go off. You know, when the offers come in, Bali, you don't you don't turn down BBC Wales, frankly. And they come a plenty, I'm sure. <laughs> I am sure. But the cast is really really interesting because, well, let's see. Talk about some standouts because there are some that we are au fait with. So we stand out is go on, cheer gorgeous. On. Yes. So we saw. So I mean, we were at Manchester Pride a couple of weeks ago. I think we said on the podcast. So you already know you already know <laughs> and we saw Cheddar Gorgeous because Cheddar Gorgeous goes to F45 and as I was there mm-hmm. Bola wanted to you know she wanted to because I knew I was going to drink and eat lots so I wanted to kind of like do damage control <laughs> and I and do a bit of exercise in the beginning to get those the endorphins day. pumping didn't you start so the I went day off to right. F45 Manchester and the owners there are amazing very lovely very they welcoming love, I think it's Josh and Ruben mm-hmm. they are amazing they've got the right energy and they just have the right they've just found the right place the right location the right people and they've drawn it all because they've done of very who well they are. there they are they've done and they are they're doing. by Piccadilly so they're right off Canal Street and um, you know F45 is for people, I think personally, as as a as an experience, as people who usually time poor but have a bit of cash to spare, you know, yeah, it's not the cheapest gym subscription in the world, but it's a high quality experience, and that's why I was in London. And I think they've cornered the pink pound kind of. There it is. There, yeah, there yeah, it yeah. is. The pink pound. Uh, yeah. But um, 
she did, uh, she did gorgeous was there she came in an appearance and then as I was there I was like mm-hmm. Tom Tom come down get here gorgeous. now she did gorgeous is here yeah. come down right now and as I was there sipping my uh, what drink was a it a prospect a prospect because yeah. they were giving a prospect after class um, another reason why you should be signing up to <laughs> F45 Manchester, <laughs> Manchester if you're yeah. not in Manchester yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I was I was chatting to Cheetah and I was texting Tom like come Cheetah's here come mm-hmm. and I told and I asked him I'm like look my partner's a really big fan mm-hmm. and so I was talking and then I think you were messaging me because you were too shy well I, fe- I felt weird because I wasn't a member I'd not paid for a session I was just like waltzing in but when I got there everyone was really welcoming and Cheddar herself was so gracious Cheddar. articulate um, kind like interested you know like I don't know if you have if you, we have, we've been to meet and greets together before and they're really kind of this wasn't a meet and greet obviously it was Cheddar at her gym where Tom, she goes Tom, it's a meet and greet now yeah 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 after the cast after the cast announcement it is now called a meet and greet but what I'm saying but beforehand it was a convo they can be such an uneven experience like we met Jinx once with Major Scale she was lovely had a lovely experience there I've been at a meet and greet where I was at the end of the line uh, for Bianca and it was. This is no shade towards Bianca, but it was perfunctory, you know? It was like high buy kind of thing. In general, I would never buy meat ingredients. Not usually. I'd choose the queen very carefully. Oh, it'd be yeah. very carefully selected, but I would never buy a meat ingredient because I don't understand. I, I genuinely, I, I just don't understand having to fork out that much for a few seconds in a mm-hmm. photo. When I, you know, I, I just, I, I, I can't justify that. Depends on the queen, I think. But, but Cheddar, she was, you know, when somebody feels genuinely interested in having a conversation with you, that was, she was very, gorgeous. very nice, but also so well-spoken, articulate, intelligent. Yeah. She's got a PhD, isn't she? And I'm not talking about the joke version. Uh, uh, well, she's a, no, she, the joke version? It's, a, it's, a, it's like a dirty joke, isn't it? I've got a PhD, a pretty huge... I have never heard that. Okay. <laughs> I, I have mean, never she might, heard that. She might. I don't know. I'm not here to speculate. But she's a doc. She's Doctor Cheddar, Cheddar Gorgeous. Well, she's, oh, I want to say this. I can. I can carry a convo. If I want to carry a convo, mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. carry. A convo. I can easily. I can talk to anyone. You know. Yeah. You know. Um, I can talk. I told you. I can talk to a leaf. Hey how's, <laughs> hey, how's it going? How's it hanging? Not your season, okay? Like, you know, I, I, I can talk to anything. I didn't have to carry the convo. No. With Cheddar. Cheddar was just someone who was just so genuine. Yeah. The conversation just happens. And I was just, the whole time I was just thinking, oh, wow, you're really nice to talk to. Looks at you, not through you. Yes. Kind of thing. Very, so very. So I, we're, we're hashtag team Cheddar. Yeah, I'm sorry. Already. I don't care. I don't care I if don't she's care. the villain in it. I don't care if she's first out. Yeah. I still think she's the winner. I've actually got really high hopes for her because we've also seen her perform before we saw her do the Brexit performance when oh, she was with Elon Musk. Yeah, it was so so good. Yep. So she's intelligent, she's articulate, she's funny. I think she, her looks are going to be high concept and really fun as well. So I've got high hopes for Cheddar. But there was somebody else on the cast list that we did see that weekend who was Dakota Schiffer. Not Monopoly Phonic. First of all, can we just say that we, we are. We may have made fun of Monopoly Phonics song, but it's, I'm kind We're of currently obsessed. obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm actually really obsessed with that song, Yassify. Guys, check it out. It's on Spotify. It's called Yassify. Just hit the slay button, frankly. Grab your chicken fried rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't think twice. These are genuine lyrics. You need to hit the slay button. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's going to show you how, you how to Yassify. Yassify. <laughs> yeah. No need to specify. <laughs> so good. <laughs> 
god yeah i'm gonna learn it and then i'm look we need to learn the lyrics because it's gonna come so easily yeah and then we need to go to when she's hosting a brunch and then we need to be the ones and the, we need to be that groupie in the corner uh-huh. who is rapping who was coco montreasing every Absolutely. single word and yeah, every yeah, yeah. single lips I, I i'm so down to do that because I, I love that song anyway um dakota so dakota did a lip sync performance she was kind of like right at the beginning of the brunch it was um at the same brunch that we saw monopoly phonic and, and sharon legrand yes um so uh, she was beautiful to begin with so polished so gorgeous and she's actually uh, representing as a first trans woman on drag race uk first out trans woman um on drag race uk so that's a really lovely first although you know i feel like we should have had that sooner but still um comes when it comes doesn't it and she's there to represent very beautiful the lip sync was kind of like sensual not super high energy but that wasn't the intent i don't think um but she was so gorgeous so can't wait to see what see what she brings as well yeah um she was pretty she was very very pretty very pretty i wasn't blown away by her performance um but then, then again, I want to, I want to, I want to say that it wasn't a shik shik ka ka ba ba ba. Yeah, was a very, it was a different it was, song. Right. It was, like it was a, a very like a sensual kind like of like an nice. electro pop mid tempo number. And she, but even even then, I wasn't blown. I know what sensuality performances oh, should look and feel like. Oh, Tom, you? yes, Tom, okay. yes, okay. <laughs> um, just a reminder. I so oh my God, I can't believe this. There's a memory. So I was um. <laughs> <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I was in a um uh, a male stripper. Um I was I was I was I was Excuse in a male me? stripper. I was I was I was employed as a male stripper. You've never ever told me this. I well I've only just remembered. <laughs> Thank it, you when repressed? you were talking about because you were like how what would I know about sensuality? Well, I was um I went and auditioned and I was cast as a male review um stripper uh, as a male stripper for a a stripper company in New Zealand. And I went to the a uh, few rehearsals and few of um, the you know the, the pre-show things, and then I pulled out very last minute <laughs> because no. I I I couldn't do it. Bless you. I couldn't. I just and there's nothing wrong with stripping. It's, of course, um, because I absolutely would would have gone. I think people don't realize I struggle. I used, I would struggle a lot with my weight. My weight fluctuates so much, which is why oh. you probably hear all the time. I'm gonna die. I'm stopping drinking. Oh, I'm not. I'm eating now. Oh, that's why I went to F45 in the morning because I'll try to lose weight. I struggle a lot with my weight, and then it just it got to a point where it started to make me really overly obsessed with my weight. Okay, well, the, and that's then, the industry. Isn't yeah, it? and then I and then the difference between stripping and dancing is that when I dance, I got clothes on, and it's more about movement. But when stripping, it's about getting right down to your your teeny tinies and your body's being objectified. Yeah, and, 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 That's yeah, the purpose and it's, of that. It doesn't matter. I can be the best dancer, but the best. For the audience, the best performer is the one with the best body and the best looks. And it was so far away. It? it was so far away from what I liked to be known for, which was, oh my God, Bowler's such a really strong performer. He's he's really, you know, he, he his movement is so crisp. Mm-hmm. It was so far from there. And then it just made me think like, oh, actually, I don't think I want to do this. Well, I admire you for exploring that, but I also admire you for recognizing it probably wasn't going to be good for your you personally or for your mental health. Well, also so. also the auditions, also every single feedback from um the the choreographer and the owners were um, you know, like 
you don't have to like that. Don't worry if you're not hitting the choreography, <laughs> but just make sure that you're like at least selling it in the face and just like just really, really, really. Excuse my language. Really, I fuck the audience. Oh God. And I was like, excuse you? Um, don't, first of all, you lost me at Don't Worry About Your Body. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a, I'm a dancer. Like, don't, they're like, and, and when she said, don't worry about if you don't really get the movements. I'm like, excuse, I was like, what? Hold on. No, no. What is this we met? Where am I? Yeah. How I why, why am I here? So that's why, because. Why you know, do they sign me up for these chicken <laughs> shit gigs? <gigs. laughs> um, but yes, so back to the coda. But yeah, so that was a tangent, but very interesting. It wasn't really. If if sensuality is going to be your thing, then you can make people gasp and, you know, stand up and ovate. But I didn't want to do that. She fell off the chef's table. She did a little climby bit that I found really entertaining. But I mean, she, she went with it. She kind of had a little laugh about it. But let's see what she brings. Other big names that we may have encountered or heard... Well, there's quite a few we've heard of, actually. Danny Beard is there, who's Scout in origin, but is um, Manchester-based. I'm sure I've seen at, like, Holy... I want to say I've seen Danny Beard at Holy Tea-type um, events. I don't know if she's associated with Holy Tea. I'll have to check up on that, but she looks really familiar. Um, there's Tia Coffee's bandmate and Gothy Kendall's uh, drag daughter. So I really feel that after season three they're putting real effort into getting some big names. Oh, Black Pepper from Birmingham I've heard of as well. Yeah. I think there making... are some, this is a very strong cast. And there, very I strong. Am not, I am not going to throw shade at any season, but I do feel like they're, they're, the, the names on this cast list is to really get people to put their trust back into Drag Race UK. I think so too. I, honestly, because and the, in all honesty, and it's not at the fault of the drag queens from not, season... Definitely not. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. But it was such a rushed production. And it was evident. And it was so evident. And even the girls said in the interviews, they were like, it was so rushed. And that's why we had the injuries. That's why th- things were so bad for yeah. people. Because it was so rushed. They were fitting like, in versus the world in one a, production schedule. So I think that UK Which is also rushed. <laughs> <laughs> UK season four is their apology and borderline overcompensation, but good. I can't wait to see it. Well, it's, it, it was originally scheduled for the 22nd of September. I was likely to be delayed because uh, many people may know that Queen Elizabeth II has died. Mm. So um, we're not an especially royalist household, but I think, you know, she had a very historic reign. Um, I think she... Obviously, I think a lot of people associate her with, like, you know, colonialism and all that is very, very valid. I Personally, I think maybe not at the pace that many people hoped for, but she she was a monarch during a time when that was essentially being dismantled and there was the move from the empire towards the Commonwealth. Um, so I think in some ways she did try to be progressive. Um, but still, you know, there's a, there's a lot, <laughs> a lot at fault in the royal family. Um, however, I I, th- I think you know she's a woman who dedicated her life to public service and re- rest in peace, Queenie. Frankly, let's get into Drag Race Down Under. Mm-hmm. Finally, finally, yes, finally. Okay, speaking Please. of Commonwealth nations, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Down Under. <laughs> so we just, we said goodbye to Beverly Kills last week, and I just I want to say this. I lived last week for the lip sync, and I still today yeah. a week later live for it. On online, a lot of 
uneducated people who don't <laughs> understand I know what you're art say. and inspiration and mm-hmm. for performances. Mm-hmm. People are like saying, "Oh, what 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 is this mayhem?" Like, "Oh, there was there people they're saying that it wasn't that it was to a those people." Too- I say, just sit back and watch and be entertained. These two queens were fighting for their lives and giving it everything. They were, they were and, decapitating themselves. They were breaking absolutely. limbs to entertain. You know, they, they, they were, they were like pulling off wigs and snakes um, sprouted. <laughs> Girl, snakes. they were giving it their everything. And that's what I want. If someone told you that this is the last opportunity you mm-hmm. have, I want to see everything. You better go for it. But but with control because now I'm being a hypocrite because I'm like don't don't do too much but like it made sense for last week last week it matched the song um, they were both two amazing performers and can I just say that no one had this no one was saying this bullshit about them two doing too much stunts when it was Brooklyn versus Evie absolutely um hi yeah 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 so I'm like can you, first of all sit down listen to the podcast so you know how to feel about anything okay <laughs> because what your thoughts are are incorrect <laughs> no. they are wrong let's not alienate the audience yeah. shall we um, <laughs> no I disagree with the kind of overly messy thing I saw two queens really going for it and fighting for their lives and putting on a really entertaining performance I thought it was a great swan song for Bev, actually. I think she went out on a high. Absolutely. Um, and I, I said last week, I thought we got a glimpse of the real Bev finally relaxing as she walked off stage. She was more fun and flirty than I'd seen her all season. And um, I'm sure that's who she is as an entertainer. Just it, it, she, she really struggled with the competition. Yeah. The power ranking as it stands... Hannah Connor's at the top. She is technically now, yeah. Hannah Connor's at the top because she's got three wins and no bottom placements. Hannah doesn't even know what the bottom two smells like. She's not been anywhere near it. She's not had a sniff. She She's just so... I mean, I love Hannah. She's a really, really good queen. But then I also, I really love Spanky. I adore Spanky. Spanky's very much emerging as the heart of the season. She she but, really is. But, you know, Spanky just can't sew. That's her only Achilles heel. The rest of the time, she's done fantastically well. She's been high or winning. Well, if Canada, chose me, you know, if, if Canada and Bendela taught me anything, it's that you can do lots with a prayer and a glue gun. I mean, Miss Felicious won the ball, debatably. You know, that that is a bit like, oh, sure she won it, but she still she won the ball with a hot glue gun and a prayer and a bit of help from Gisela Labai. Yeah, <laughs> and a template. Yes, <laughs> you know, cut here. Gisela saying, here. just do this, so this, and here. this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also we got Molly Poppins and then Queen Kong. I, I just, I really want to see the top. No, oh, everyone to say. Top five, top six. I just really want to see Down Under come to the UK and do a tour. These girls are gorgeous. It's been such a great cast. Um, I'd find Please it, come here. Please come here. Please. I'd find it really hard to say who I want in the top three out of these four girls because they're all wonderful. I, I can give you names. I mean, I think I, think, I can give you names. If, if if you can't, I can. Go on then. Um, you be the you be the executioner. And this is this is not to say anyone is um, not my favorite because everyone is. But I would love to see Hannah spanking Queen Kong in the top three. It would feel kind of correct storyline wise. I will say that the difficulty for Molly. Now, Molly is a really, really skilled and fantastic queen. She's also really lovely. She's not been given much of a storyline all season. Um, that's that's the difficulty that makes me see her not... You know, we'll see how she does this episode, but just like off the top of my head. 
Who don't... is Molly? I think Molly's a really sweet and lovely queen who loves having a nice time. But yeah, she's not been given a plot line. I mean, Queen has been given plot line after plot line. I'm, I could write a book about Queen and, and yeah. Spanky. And Spanky. Not uh, much henna, actually. She's still been involved in more than, like, she had her moment with Queen and the kind of, um, you know, regret for instance of cultural appropriation in the past and the reparations that she'd made. You know, I think that was kind of like a very, um, there's a very good episode for Hannah in many ways. Um, Helped to see her, like, really human side. One thing I love about these queens is how they congratulate each other. They really adore each other. They're doing, so, they're like so nice. Every week when somebody does well, they're like, fantastic, fantastic. You're amazing. Well, you know, I, the mirror message from Beverly Kills when they walk in, the mirror message is, thank you for the love, friendship and memories. You're all bastards. <laughs> Hashtag Team Spanky. This, is, a good this is the first time someone has said Team Spanky. It just really shows that she she is just, she must be the mother of the season. She definitely is. after everyone. She really is. And we saw it last week when Bev was, again, you know, Bev was struggling with the competition. She was feeling sensitive to people's comments. And Spanky was the one who was able to kind of support her and pull her out of it a bit. Um, that's what she does. She's she's very kind and supportive. She did it with Yuri earlier in the season. I also want to say that every single time people reminisce about their experience in drag race, everyone says it's too fast. There's not enough time. I'm so stressed. Everything mm. is rushed. And they, they have, there's so little time for you to, to really do what Spanky's doing. For Spanky to find the energy to also help herself, but then also mm-hmm. try to talk other people off a ledge. As Rue says. As Rue says. You know, even in this high-pressure environment, it really speaks to her character. Yeah. It, it really does. She's She can she, take that moment. She's clearly very naturally maternal. It's very much her way. Now, this week, the maxi challenge is the makeovers. It is transforming the family into lovely ladykins that share a strong drag family resemblance, with the theme being opposite to track. I love a makeover, and I feel like we don't get enough of them nowadays. Can you remember? I had to double check myself. When was the last time we saw a makeover? And the last time I we saw a makeover was was it you? We're going to discount France because we've not really followed France. I'm going to catch up on it soon. UK? No, that was it's only season one of UK did a makeover. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> season twelve. You, um, okay, but we've had seasons thirteen and fourteen since then. Did which didn't have, have makeovers. No. That's why it's... Oh, no, sorry, 13 did. Remember Tuna Burger? Okay. <laughs> oh, God, the look on mm-hmm. Rosé's... I, I, everyone, Tuna if you're Burger. listening, you know the look I'm talking about. The look of Rosé, uh, when she's sitting down on the chair getting her makeup done by Tina Burner. Looking you in the mirror. You know the look Looking I'm like it was about. her first time in drag. But looking like all life... Like, like a Dementor had just sucked the soul <laughs> out of her and she's just sitting there. That is the look <laughs> she is giving... In terms of seasons that we've covered, there was one in Espana season two. Do you remember they made over the older gentleman? Where, um, who was the winner? The winner. Was it Sharon? Season two. I mean, Sharon won the season. Oh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. What's your question? There was one in the last season. Who, who was That's the winner? That's what I'm saying. Season three. There's Wait. not been a season three of Espana. We've had two seasons. 
Sharon, Sharon won season oh, two. Oh, okay. She was up there with Estrella and Benedita. Okay, cool. Um, it's been a while then. Okay, is that <laughs> well, what you're trying to say, Tom? What for, I'm trying to say is like say the kind of the kind of big hitter seasons, like All Stars US and UK, have not been doing it for a while. All Stars Seven didn't have one. What is it because of? Um, coronavirus i mean covid got in the way definitely but i i just think it's a shame because i feel like it's a real institution of a challenge i think it can really um really what's my accent there um really like reveal this really the te- the really, really like really like really reveal the technical skills of a queen look at me look at me look at me yeah, think of past winners have been like raven roxy andrews these are like consummate all round, uh, well, not all round necessarily, but when it comes to the technical skill of drag, like, did you get much better than like Raven and Roxy Andrews? And that, that it really gives those queens a chance to shine. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. I do. Yep. Um, back to Drag Race Down Under. Because yes. I feel like you're just trying to pull away from them, Tom. Oh, just stealing focus. Them, shining a light on them. Okay. Give them back their thunder. <laughs> They've got their thunder. They've got it. They can have it. So they... Now, I don't know who this is, but the people that they have to make over is someone called Keelan. He's a super fan. So maybe he won a a competition. I reckon they probably put a shout out. Yeah. Stan TV probably put a shout out out there. You're a drag race super fan. Do you want to come? Something like that. Do you and your family want to come and do a makeover? Yeah. So it's Keelan who's a super fan. Keelan's dad named Tony. Keelan's cousin called Tyler. And then uncle Paul. Now, um, so these are the four people that they need to make over. Uh... Tom, mm-hmm. the first first of all, Rue alludes to bringing back someone. Yeah, to bringing someone back. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought. I'm like, oh my god, they have to bring, they have to make over. Oh, someone's coming back into the competition, and and obviously it was a, it was a, uh, a misdirect <laughs> because it was actually fairly makeovers. However, Drug race, however, if you had to bring back someone, mm-hmm. if this was a bring back a queen season, who would it be? I think I can make quite an easy choice here, and it'd be Mini Cooper. Oh, <laughs> I'd, bring back in, I'd bring her back in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, it would she, be Mini. I've been thinking about Mini lately, and she's got an almost Tammy Brown-esque quality in the sense that I can just, I, I can oh, just watch her. You better stop, because I said that about Mini, and no, you were like... No, I made that up. No, I yeah. said that about Mini, and you were like, no, no, she's not like she's not like Tammy. Yeah, I think I think I made that up. I think I invented you, that. You, Tom. Roll the tape. <laughs> You roll, I Tom. I will go through every single soundbite <laughs> to find the moment that you. Yeah. S- I see she reminded Timmy Brown, and you're like, no, she's very different to Timmy Brown. She's more this and there. And I was like, oh, no, oh fuck my drag. I, I come around to that now. So I, I mean, I, I can watch Minnie Cooper all day. I mean, I'm not saying I don't know. I think she'd probably do okay on this episode. Her makeup was great, and she was always very polished. Um, but yeah, Minnie would be my first choice to come back. Well, maybe Minnie be doing drag for. A while, mm-hmm. so many would know how to do the uncle and the father's face as well as the younger faces. I think. So the, yeah. the, I think a lot of the younger queens will struggle with doing um, the father's face and the uncle's face, whereas I think Minnie would know how to apply makeup on that type of surface as well as the youthful skin. So there are um, various, although Minnie looked incredibly youthful for her age, um, there are varying challenges now. So we've seen the kind of little lineup and we've seen who the queens choose, haven't we? Who would be your first choice? My first choice would have been Tyler, the cousin. Tyler would have been my first choice as well. Because 
And based on just looks alone, yeah. In terms of somebody that I th- I think it's possible to apply drag makeup to yeah, and make look pretty. Exactly. I think Keelan's a good looking guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he but he's got quite masculine features. I fully that agree. Be, that would be harder to transform. Whereas even though Keelan's straight cousin is straight, mm-hmm. he just had features that I could easily go. Okay, I could that your face hold would hold makeup easier. Your face would I be fully easier agree. to to for me to apply my drag look on. The, the the word would be, I think, is that Tyler's face is just a little softer than like I fully agree. Um uh, Keelan is is a good looking guy, but being a good looking guy does not translate to being pretty in drag always. There are certain things like having a strong jaw, um, a strong nose, a strong brow, um, deep set eyes that look handsome on a guy, but you've got to work around with drag makeup and that's quite challenging. Certain proportions as well, like the width of the jaw compared to the cheekbones and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and the, Tyler's the obvious choice there. Yeah. Um, I, I think Keelan would probably be second because obviously dad and uncle, again, handsome older guys, but you're working with older skin. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way. It's just a fact of life. <laughs> Right. We're headed there. So we're allowed to say that word. Thank you. Okay. But I mean, if you don't believe I'm old, I want you to watch me walking down the stairs every morning. It's like calling you old boy, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're a whiz in CrossFit. People but- are like, Bolo, like, we never be, like, whenever I'm doing a warm up, and it does take me a long time to warm up because I'm old, believe it or not. <laughs> and they're like, why are you pretending to be tired? Why are you pretending to go slow? And I'm like, I am not pretending. It takes a lot of time to lubricate these joints these days. <laughs> You're an old okay? boy, aren't you? Okay, listen, he twelve year old. Why, why don't you just focus on yourself? Okay, okay. Why don't you just leave me, leave me alone? Okay, thank you. Just enjoy your intact body. Okay. I just love the fact that Keelan's whole family is here. Would your Would your family do this? Would your family go on Drag Race? I think so. I think obviously, you know, going on national TV is international TV is a big deal. I think they'd potentially be up for it. I think Nellie would, my sister. I think my mom, my mom probably would. I think she'd be game for a laugh there. My brother-in-law, I think he'd be surprisingly up for it. Do you know David, what? Actually. If, if your brother-in-law, Dave, Dave would be, is a Sarge? He's a sergeant. Yeah, he's a, he's no. Who was who was Pippa? Oh yeah, Pippa yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Sarge. I think yeah, that yeah, yeah. Dave, because Dave is a very serious ex-policeman. No, he's a policeman. He's a policeman. <laughs> he's very serious. Um, I think he would be exactly like Sarge I think it would drag. reveal something in I him. I think he would be amazing the, in drag. The person we couldn't keep away from this, obviously, is my niece, Caitlin, who would jump at a chance I mean, to be a drag queen for the day, I think. There it is. Yes. Here it is. What my, about your family? My family... Yeah, I think my I think my family, if they did do it, would be they would be my my brothers. You know, they're straight; they got children, but they would they would lap this up. Do you think they would? They would. I think, especially Tony and um, Seti. I think both of them would eat it. They I mean, would be walking for the gods. They would be stomping. <laughs> they would. They would know. They would know exactly. They would. Their voice would change and drag. They. Uh, I think they would be amazing in it. My brother Vai, he's a bit quiet. I don't. I think that he would be a bit shy. But the other two would be great. And then, and then, if you put my sister Maria in drag, I mean, she would. She. I mean, 
it's it's over. I think Rhea and Bangy would be really up for it. Rhea and Bangy, it's over. Yeah. It's over. No one's got a chance. The older brothers would not have a chance. They would push them out of the way. Rhea does music theatre. She also teaches dance as well. She's also a drag queen. <laughs> she's also like, mm-hmm. she's naturally a drag queen. The drag, and the, the gays love her. Yeah. Rhea would be amazing. Bangy would just be this fierce little diva yeah who will just stomp at serving realness and and just diva energy i think my mom would I was slay about to this. say i think your mom from everything i've heard about your mom i think she would my mom would would slay she'd and, be divalicious yeah so yeah my <laughs> my family i mean if stan australia if you're listening <laughs> hit me up we yeah you want ratings we'll give you ratings <laughs> the va- our trap family keeping up with the, the Aryans. that's what they call us we we are a moment I, you saw the photo of me when i was younger yes about um how my parents have been training us to be performers looking like the jackson five we were we were and trust me there were rehearsals for that sunday <laughs> school performance they were rehearsed we had to be the best family at church every sunday <laughs> so uh thank you who do you think is going to do well this week then um so I'm thinking about queens who are good drag technicians, like I say, a la Raven, a la Roxy. Um, I think Queen. Queen paints a fierce mug. Queen's mug is perfect. Uh, Queen beats a, a gorgeous mug. She pads beautifully. Um, and there's something about Tyler being a little bit more inhibited that I think that like Queen's the woman for the job. Queen's um, a sensitive and intelligent person who is also out of drag a little bit more low-key than her drag persona. So I feel like if anybody, Tyler is going to respond to Queen. Because let's remember that like connection and bringing somebody out of their shell is really important with this as well. But I also think Queen really has the technical skills. Hannah is the other one that I see as a great drag technician. We see her having flawless hair and makeup and being beautifully padded. Every week. Every single week. Hannah's never looked bad, ever. Um, I don't think we've ever had a single criticism of her appearance. So Hannah's one to beat too. And who do we fear for? I mean, Molly falls somewhere in the middle of the park because, again, Molly looks great, actually, most of the time. Um, I, it's spanky that I fear for in I terms of technical skills. I, I'm sc- um. I think, though, Spanky's, like, grown and learned a lot as she's gone through the competition. I've seen her look yeah. evolve. Yes. Bigger hair, agree. more polished makeup. So let's see if she can apply that. However, you know, when it comes to the other girls... Talented as she is in so many realms, her hair, makeup, and body is in padding and quite on the same level. But we'll see. Now, Queen Kong is the mother of the House of Kong. So yeah. she's also put other people into drag. Doesn't but not just put me. them into drag. She's also nurtured their talent, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a drag artist. Mm-hmm. So I think that this could be Queen Kong's week because as a mother of the house, she knows how to, she already done, done had hers. My gut feeling is with Queen as well. And it would kind of be, it would make sense in terms of kind of evening out the playing field, plot line wise, that kind of thing. Screw plot line. Just, just go with what you, what no, you no, I'm telling you, I already said, brain. I told you what my gut is telling me, but also there's that factor too. Now, there's been other times in in the seasons previously um, where it's not just about the transformation, but it's about the relationship, the that connection, you have, the connection, and who comes out. I mean, Raven, when when they step into drag, 
Raven picking up her mummy. Yeah, a name that comes to mind when I think about relationships being important for this, as well as the makeover, is Raven in season two when she picked up her um, drag mum. Her drag mum. Yeah, yeah. Because she knew that her drag mum, she was like, she saw she can't walk on the heels anymore. So she picked her up in these moments like that. It was a fantastic episode. Pippermint and Sarge is another great brilliant. example. But Sarge was just Bianca Del Rio'd her. Absolutely. She just she was Sarge was this amazing being. Let's remember Peppermint actually didn't win that makeover. Mm-hmm. Um but Sarge was a superstar. Um just going back to Raven for a second. Again, it was a very like amazing plotline moment for Raven because she was the cold bitch of the season. But then in this episode, she talked about her closeness with her mum and she kind of conveyed that energy to her drag mummy in that episode. And it played out beautifully. And it's like, oh, Raven's a human being after all, Mm. not just this kind of like ice queen. Another one where like seeing the character that comes out when you put drag on somebody is Manila Luzon in season three with her drag partner who you remember they made over jocks yes and her jock just turned into again a somewhat sargish flamboyant kind of ran the risk manila held held her own thankfully but like she ran the risk of being overshadowed by by her partner as well yeah so um these are things we can think about when we're looking at the queens and how they transform mm. their family. I would say it's so multifactorial in the makeover. There's technical skill, there's relationship, there's family resemblance, there's following the brief. There's a lot to think about here. I don't have to apply ourselves this episode. We need to focus. Mm. Okay? Mm. Just give it yourself. Mm. Here we are on the main stage. It's time for us to look at what these queens have done to their family and members. Remember, it's family resemblance opposites attract. Yeah, so I'm trying to bear that in mind in terms of... I kind of like come up with like a little score sheet in some ways just to help us decide. Tom, just go with your heart. My... My heart is important, but my head is also important. So I'll be employing both. How's your head? Mm, No complaints. Uh, so many complaints. Yeah. Um, so first up, we have Queen and Sister Kong. Um, my first impression as the girls walk out is that they both look great. So like a big theme this episode was um, Queen be- actually being quite experienced in being a drag mum. Um, really. And I we saw her spending a lot of time getting to know Tyler and bring out the the right elements for this challenge for Tyler. Tyler seems like a really like introverted kind of subdued guy, but very very sweet and really up for up for the challenge, which is really really nice to see. Tyler is to me the a quintessential Kiwi Aussie bro. He's like chill. He's just a bro. He's just chill, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's just, he's just like a, he's just that bro. That's what I'm getting from him. I like their relationship and I love how Queen, again, like Queen is such like an emotionally intelligent person. She was very like, um, reminds me of my big brother who's a bit on the introverted side. So I'm just going to kind of like go with that and like I get him. And like I said earlier, I do think they're such a good personality match because Queen is like a thoughtful and not hugely extroverted person out of drag. And for Tyler, I think this is the right energy for Tyler just to like match each other and work together anyway they walk out looking great so Queen one thing I like so they they ticked opposites while also having a unifying element monochromatic was such a smart choice here in terms of a look you've got black and white you can't get much more opposite but yet they're complementary you know so Queen's in the bodysuit with this like really interesting graphic kind of like winged element but also with like a heart on the front as well 
and sister is in an all white bodysuit with like a kaftan reveal and the turban so like really interesting elements and i gotta say queen beat this mug queen did such a good job sister kong looks good she looks really beautiful the padding is great like good like i would think if I didn't see all the bro mannerisms come out and, and the walk performance, let's be real. You can't came 100% out. eliminate the bro in like a day, I mean, right? the bro came out and I was like, <laughs> imagine if she was just fierce walking down the Glamazon. I would think that this is a very good contestant. I, she, I mean, Kong painted her face beautiful. Like, Tyler looks re- she, like she's really attractive. So she's great. really sexy. She's a sexy girl. Um, the- and Kong and Kong as well. Kong just looks like the mother of the bride. It's I, no, I, she's I just- big sister. She's big sister, not mother. Definitely, if you ask me. Okay, cool. Well, um, I saw mother. Okay, <laughs> but um, truly Call beautiful. Me mother. Well, she's uh, a mother. It was mother in the, in the sense that she just she just owns it. She comes off with this energy. This regal energy. I do think that, like, yes, we saw a couple of those bro mannerisms, but compared to where Tyler started, oh. this is a this is a revelation. Yeah. And I, I do think that in terms of like chemistry, the theme of opposites, and like the technical skill that Queen applied, this stands across the board. And I think they've done a great job together. Absolutely, a very strong start. And we'll have to see if the others match up. Next up, we've got Molly Poppins and Candy Flippins. Now, before we get into actually reviewing the looks, there was quite an interesting theme that emerged um, as the episode wore on, which was um, obviously Molly was instantly drawn to Keelan um, as as the obviously it seemed like it was probably Keelan's idea. Keelan lives in the gay world. Stop. Let's be real. Molly chose Keelan because Keelan was hot. Let's just let's just be real. <laughs> like what what why Tom? Uh, let me just help you. Let me just save you some words there. She's like he's hot. I want to work with him. Are we seeing period. detox in season five? That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah 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 yeah. Are you single? <laughs> um. So that may have been an element here. Um. But Keelan, as somebody who is actually a performer himself, had a few of his own ideas for Molly, which Molly wasn't that grateful to hear. Um, and look like Molly ran out of a bit of time towards the end. Um, ha- having said that, once they've stepped out onto the runway, I don't. They don't look unfinished at all. Do you think so? Well, let's get back to the relationship in the workroom because I think that Nico. Sorry, um, what, you're thinking of Nico Tortorelli. Oh, sorry. Well, I got the same energy. Let's be real. <laughs> From Celebrity Drag Race. Absolutely same energy. The thing is, if you're a performer, then you know exactly that this isn't when your time to shine is. And as a drag queen, I think that's all the time. So she got it right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The thing about, um, the thing about, the thing about Ke- Keelan, Keelan mm-hmm. is that the whole time I was thinking, every one of us, like, what would I, would I be like there? This isn't about the me. Yes. yes, shut up. That's not. <laughs> this isn't about you. And then when she was telling, when she was telling Molly, oh, this isn't sour. This is this should be higher. This should be done. This should be that. This should this should be this way. 
I want to be like, first of all, Molly is not a designer. She's not a seamstress that you've ordered to make you a dress for an event. This is the way that she was talking to you. And I'm like, I this is, she is not. That agree. is not how you talk to her. This is someone who is in a competition and RuPaul's Drag Race. And this is your holy Bible. As a gay She's man a and a performer, hair. you know exactly how important this is. So for you to sit there and make it all about you. Yes, you want to feel comfortable. But you just, if you want to, if you really want to help the person, the drag queen that is looking after you, just take what they give this you. This is Molly's challenge. Yeah, this is, this is, yeah, this is her yeah. moment. This I is do, my yeah. moment. <laughs> and I just felt like it was, a, I, I felt like for, I felt Keelan was being a bit rude. Oh, I did. I, I felt I, like Keelan was I being a bit think, rude. And, I don't and think being it was... a bit like, you know, just, just a super gay, a cunty guy coming in there, making it all about him. I don't think that was his intent, but I think his... I thought two things really. He's already like you know he talked about being a performer and an MC and that kind of thing. That was coming out, and it was his desire to rest control there. The other thing is, I think men who are handsome want to be sexy in inverted commas in drag oh. to elicit the same adoration, adoration, adulation. Two different words, but what well, adulation and adoration? Yes, thank you. Um, I, I think I said add your... Add. You come by, Tom, you, you were flazzedang it. You were combining two words and making it happen. Um, but the, the, the truth of the matter is being a handsome man does not always translate to being sexy in drag. You've got to go camp. You've got to do something else. You've got to have fun with it, you know? Now, let's have a little look at the looks. Now, are they opposites? I can kind of buy into that. The colour schemes... Oh, they're opposites. But are they though? They look to me. Well, well, are they twins? They look to me like the same character. No, characters from the same like children's storybook or something. So, like, obviously, we're seeing fruity themes. We're seeing like strawberry and citrus. Molly, very, very evocative to me of Miss Strawberry Time from Rocky Horror Show, from the the live Rocky Horror Show, and like, um her sister is like her kind of citrus counterpart i can tell from the performance that they're giving different vibes molly's the more sort of sweet and chaste girl um and then um we're seeing um candy giving us more like nasty naughty vibes but it doesn't quite match the outfit do you know what i mean yeah the outfit's actually i mean we're seeing boobies but it's it's like a baby doll dress, and it's not like out there. It's not sexy. And I say this in the nicest way: if you look at an outfit and you think that you can make it, then it, well, especially when you got the design abilities of myself, which I, I have none, um, it's, it's not a good sign. <laughs> I think I think they did a really really good job of performing this. I um, think Keelan Keelan as a performer because Keelan performed this through and through. Yeah, I, I um, agree with that. But and you I, were not a seamstress. And this wasn't about you. So, so, so if you're a performer, then you perform whatever's being put on you. I uh, think the, I hope that Molly wasn't put off. Yeah. By by this, I didn't hundred percent. I got opposites in their energy, but not from the looks. And it, when it comes to makeup, and I do consider the makeup like the biggest test of the technical skill. Um, I thought Molly did a really good job um, on a handsome face that's not like supernaturally uh geared towards a drag beauty look do you get me mm-hmm. um that's my thought this was not for me to read anyone mm-hmm. you, i think that you think that i'm reading keelan because <laughs> Thank you <probably. laughs> but keelan is a quiz host a performer mm-hmm. and i want to say this 
Keelan is also a marriage celebrant, so he knows all about being an important part of something without making it about yourself. Okay. So I know for a fact that he knew how to come into the show, being the performer that he is, but also knowing that it's not about him because he marries other people and it's not his moment. So I know that he's capable of that. But there are moments where in the workroom mm -hmm. where he made it all about him and kind of disregarded the whole, f that it was, the editing showed me that he kind of disregarded that this was, it was actually Molly's moment. So that's why I'm saying he he could have made it less about himself and really just worked with whatever he was given. I do hear you. Because hear of you. what he brings and what, what his careers are. So I do there, hear you. So you need to stop yelling at me <laughs> and you need to stop throwing drinks at me. Um, the walls are I'm covered not, yeah, at this point. I'm, I'm not going to take it. Okay? Yeah. Okay, Spanky Jackson and Flash <laughs> Jackson. Talk to me. So I think Spank going into this, Spanky, um, we, we were kind of like thinking Spanky is probably the girl who is the least accomplished makeup artist and probably has the biggest challenge on one of the gentlemen who's a bit older and more mature. So the girls walk out and we've got, yeah, Spanky and <laughs> Flash Jackson. <laughs> and the idea is like really interesting to me. It doesn't exactly read opposite. Now it's pineapple and pizza. I know there's a worldwide debate on whether pineapple belongs on pizza, but it does go on pizza, so not exactly opposite. Do you know what I mean? I know it's like a sweet and savoury thing. It does not go on pizza. It does. I'll quite happily eat a Hawaiian. Tom, it does not belong on pizza. Sweet and savoury is great. Fight me. Tom, your taste levels in fashion and food just shocked me. Should we just move on? Yeah, let's just, <laughs> yeah. Not now. No, not this week. No, it's not this week. I'm like, so I'm not 100% sold on the opposite element. However, the idea is really fun and very spanky. Now I'm looking at the girls. Spanky's mug is getting better and better each week. And she's wearing nice high hair, very 60s, which I enjoy. She's got this like um, tool embellished pineapple colored mini dress, which is fun. Looking at Flash, she's gone for like the waitress kind of vibe. It's not the most sophisticated outfit in the world, but she it nips in at the waist. She's got shape. The hair's sufficiently big, and I'm looking at her mug, and I'm I'm gonna say I'm impressed with what Spanky did here. I was I was like the first thing I looked at was the mug, and then I was yeah. like, I'll come through, Spanky. I don't want to ever speak bad about Spanky. Spanky's one of my favourites. She's adorable. And you know when you love, love someone so much yeah. that you, you, you overlook everything that they do that's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like our relationship. <laughs> How I'm like, you know what? Yeah, yes, everyone. I'm hearing your feedback about Tom, but I, you know what? I love him. Okay? I, lo I, lo I love this guy. Is that so, a theme, is it? But, is it, you know, Tom, I overlook, I overlook so much. I overlook so much about you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but if I am to look at it, it's... it's I, 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 I got it, but I didn't get it. And it was a, not the most elevated looks. And I... I think everybody... The standard that was set right at the beginning of the runway was Queen. Nobody's quite met that yet. However, I will say, in terms of positives... I'm really impressed with the makeup job that Spanky did on, on Flash. And I, think, I think it's actually really, really good. I'm not an expert, but I know it was a challenge. And she looks great. 
And also, Spanky knows how to bring life to a runway. And I yeah. think that that's something that she brought again. So that has to count. So that's the other element. They looked like they were having so yeah. much fun. They, we could see them building a beautiful relationship in the run in the workroom. Spanky talking about, you know, coming back from Australia to support her family, which is gorgeous. Um, and Flash really, Flash really... Um, connecting with that so that was really really beautiful and that translated to their performance that's a big tick there next up we've got Hanaconda and Halligator <laughs> I'm enjoying that name I love that name Halligator Halligator very very good it's good I mean, again, we see Hanaconda and all of her beauty and all of her polish. All of the beauty and all of the fame. Polish. And then we have, um, is it, it's Paul. No, it's Tony. It's dad. Mm-hmm. She got daddy. She did get, she got daddy issues. She got daddy issues. <laughs> and then Tom, t- talk to me about the makeup because the daddy, the daddy's got very fair makeup. Almost like very, what's that era of? English where it's just like painted like on. Elizabethan. Yeah, it's very that is that what the theme was? No. So um let's start with Hannah, who looks beautiful as always. She looks like like an enemy from like Xena Warrior Princess. Is that the vibe you're getting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like she's gonna try and take down Xena. She's gonna high kick her and throw a dagger at her or something. Hannah looks really great. She's got this waist cincher, she's got this thigh slit. She's every inch the evil queen. Um, and everything about her looks great. Not not a single criticism. Now, I'm looking at... <laughs> the name is... They do deserve points for the name. Helligator. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at Hella... Um, there are elements of the makeup that's really nice in terms of some of the shapes that have been made. Like the eyes are really, really beautiful. Bearing in mind, this is an older gentleman whose eyes are likely to be a bit hooded. Um, so, there's, you know, there's a lot to work around there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Hannah, her mug is flawless and it always is. And it, for some reason, her skills haven't 100% translated onto Hella. And what I'm seeing is it like an excess of white and highlighter um that is just creating such a big contrast to the tanned chest that i'm seeing that she looks a bit ghosty in the face are you saying that all you see is messy man no 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 that's not what i'm saying at all how dare you put words in my mouth i mean the camilla parker balls reference is not wrong you know well i see it now well our new queen consort here she is um the look overall there are certain elements of it that are shrewd in the sense that you're dealing with a older gentleman here who doesn't do drag. Doing something that drapes the body is probably quite smart, but compared to Hannah side by side, it doesn't look as elevated. It looks like a bit of a smock. I'm getting kind of like Camilla goes to a fancy dress party as Glinda or Princess Peach, you know? I I see it. I yeah and i love that and like all these guys have really I embraced just love, this so yeah, much i just love how much tony is em- tony sorry, is just Halligator having, is embracing so this and going with it and just having fun this is a huge thing tony the proud how, father of several gay sons is how, so lovely how, so so lovely he is the father of the house of gators <laughs> the father of the house of gators and yeah. he will not take no for an answer he is here to protect you i i give every props for just the love and for what he is doing and representing as a, as a father definitely all four so, of these guys have been yeah. fabulous this week but and i just think that i think that 
and and I think that this performance is him giving everything, and so I live for it. Yeah, the makeup isn't a hundred percent there, um, but he he came in there very willingly to do anything. Don't get me wrong, the drag. makeup is pretty, but ghosty. Yeah. That's that's all. Um, I do think they succeeded with opposites as well. I think Evil Queen and like Glinda esque or you know Witchy Queen is good. So they succeeded on that front. The energy was lovely. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The winner this week is Queen Kong and Queen Sister Kong. Kong and Sister Kong. But the best, the most beautiful person on this runway is Sister Kong. <laughs> Sister Kong should just like get her own spin off at this point. Sister Kong is sexy. Like, oh my gosh. That's hot. <laughs> That's really hot. <laughs> I mean, so, look- what do you do? Would you do it if they approached us? If mm-hmm. UK BBC, BBC UK approached us and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. for the family makeovers, we want you two to come on to the show." Would you do it? I mean, we're putting that out there into the universe, aren't we? I would, in a heartbeat. I, I've had a. Prefer- but would you do it at the same time as me, knowing that you'll be in competition? Yes. That You're- would be more of an incentive, if anything. I have. <laughs> I ha- oh. Ah! Okay. I, I have had a professional drag queen um, do my makeup before, actually, and oh. it was wonderful. So um, for my bestie, Aaron's... Um, sta- Ex-bestie, yeah. Current bestie, always bestie. Mm. Um, stag slash Hendu. Um, we went to Manchester and the theme was Marvel superheroes because he always loves Marvel superheroes. I decided that was my moment to get my face beat by a professional drag queen to be Jean Grey. Not in any way trying to steal the spotlight at all. No. I bought Aaron a Cyclops outfit. So he was Cyclops and I was Jean. That was the whole idea. Um, and it was a wonderful, wonderful queen and drag woman, a, a queen, drag queen and trans woman, um, Grace Oni Smith. Who I don't think is based in Manchester anymore, actually. I think she might be based in Berlin, but she's fantastic. She's, she was so wonderful and so lovely to meet and a, a, a you know, beautiful performer as well. And, I've never, ever felt more beautiful than the mug she gave me. There's a real difference having your mug beat by a professional queen. Great. Now, who else would you put at the top <laughs> Thanks with for the Queen hug. Kong? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Okay, then who would you put at the bottom? I just feel like, like Molly is probably down there for some reason. Um, no, and nobody's done a bad job this week. I do think that there was just something amiss in the overall package that Molly um, presented with her partner. If I had to choose my top two, it would be Queen Kong and Sister Kong and then Helligator and Hanaconda. Yeah, probably, probably. I'm finding it hard to choose, to be honest. I just know that Queen's the winner this Although week. I would swap Helligator with um, Flash Jackson. I do think, I think them. I think Spanky did a really good job. Well, now that I'm looking, no, no, I'm confused. Now, now I think that Spanky should be in the top. Do you know what? I'm going to put this out there. I'm actually surprised and impressed with the job that Spanky did. Yeah, and this isn't fair, but I'm going to say this. I hold Hannah to a different standard. I told him that's absolutely not fair. I do though because she's so she's so polished week on week. So I do, and Spanky surprised me this week. Okay, so out out we both agree that Queen's the winner, and the person joining her at the top. We're a bit confused because it's either Spanky at the top or Han- or Hannah. But we agree that Molly may be lip singing tonight. I, there was just something amiss in the overall package. Well, let's have a look. 
I mean, we caught it. The winner is Queen Kong. Very well deserved. Congratulations, Queen, on your second win. But it's really pushing Take her up there. Take you into the top three. Top three. Ah. ah! Well, you know, we knew it. We knew it. <laughs> we knew it. And up there with her in this episode is Spanky, which, do you know what? The more and more I was watching, the more and more I was like, yeah, Spanky's transformation it, it does on Flash was just really good and unexpected. There's a slight element of different standards, but... It is what it is. Bottom two and lip syncing for their lives to Michelle Visage and Steps is Molly Poppins and front runner Hannah Conda. Indeed, her first time in the bottom two. Actually. I want for, first of all, I want to say that this lip sync was very equal. I mm. thought, uh, you know, no one outdid the other. No one was bad. No one, they were both just very good. And you know what? I think that these two queens have a touring duo in they've the got, future. Yeah, the two were just very good. So well together. Absolutely. I, I couldn't, they were both equally good. If I had to choose one, it would be Hannah Conda because then she's got three wins and this is the first time in the bottom. And, you know, we've seen it time and time before. If this is more than, if this is your second or third or fourth time in the bottom, you have to have had the cure for monkeypox. <laughs> you have had to cure, <laughs> Not you the know, cure for COVID. Pox. You have to fly. You have to breathe fire. You have to breathe eyes. I, you have to do more than... <laughs> all the elements. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Molly did a fab job. I did find my eye drawn more to Hannah. It might be might be more because of her actual visual presentation because I love this Wicked Queen look on her. The more I saw with the pearl contacts and stuff and yeah. it really worked well with, with her expression during this performance. Although... Oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's you know who's going through the top three, but I think it will, it will be Hannah. Hannah but For me, it's Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. Should, yeah. We, should we see? Yeah. Farewell to the lovely Molly Poppins. The adorable left a, Molly Poppins. She's left a legacy. She's amazing. Again, it's the beginning of everything for her. But I want to say, what an amazing top three. Really, what really a well top deserved three. top three. Yeah. Yeah. Spanky Jackson, Queen Kong, Hanaconda. A triumvirate of greatness and beauty. I mean very, very excited for the finale. Absolutely. I mean I'm I mean it's around the corners. One more week. We may have a little podcast before then. We, we may. We may have a little surprise up our sleeves. Might be down under related. We don't know. We don't know yet, but you no. know, just 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 stay tuned. Oh, by the stay way, these three were in the same girl group. That week. Oh, they're in the top. I, you know what? I think they're gonna do a tour. Please come yeah. to the UK, and and we will come and see you. Birds and baddies, partners and crime. Queen Kong and her. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see that. They've I got great love. chemistry, these three. Absolutely, so it, it's nice to see a tight top three. You know, it takes me back to kind of like season six of the US season. When... Very worthy. Very worthy. Yeah, yeah, wait. yeah. Um, join us for the finale next week. Uh, make sure that you're following us. On Twitter, on Instagram. If you want to write us a review, go ahead. Donations, um, depending on how the energy bills come along, <laughs> we, we may be calling upon you. But that's us for this week. This is Bolo and Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>